W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Welcome back to I Don't Know Radio, your low grade, unpaid pit stain of a Monday morning (laughs) talk show. Stolen. Your co host, Professor. I'm Fishstick, and you fucked up the tagline. I did my best, all right. And I am Lulu. I am Mulsh, if you listen to the <laughs> intro to the show. Look, we don't have the kind of money it takes to redo that, so you're going to have to deal with it, Mulsh. Jim, the pretty good homeless man down the street, did a fine job. So, <laughs> we got a lot of Mr. fun stuff. Mulsh. I do want to talk about the fact, too, that it's every time we sit down to broadcast this show, I don't know if it's the fact that it's Monday, but it never goes smoothly. We're never on time. Seeing how it's now Tuesday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't go great this time. I don't know. I don't know if it's curse. I don't know if it's just an effect of us. I don't know. I don't think we're important enough to curse. I don't Poor think leadership. Anyone... <laughs> I fucking curse. <laughs> we got a lot of great stuff coming up. Fish sticks, topic, topics. We're going to talk about lying and sports. Yeah. Uh, for Professor's Life Distressor, I'm going to be talking about uh, uh, this guy and a girl he was texting. He met her at the bar. For Lulu's viewer reviews, I always have the hardest time saying that, um, I will be reviewing something concerning cause and effect. Interesting. For Mulch's News Garden, I'm going to talk to you about a doctor who sold something and what happened to him afterwards. <laughs> well, that could go many places, I suppose. <laughs> You're usually pretty on point with your teases, Mulch, but that was that was a little too vague. I could try again. <laughs> but I'm not going to because it's 9 p.m. Let's go. Let's go. Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you this Monday by Picture Posies. Tired of spending all that money on flowers that just die and rot on people's tables? People who you probably don't like that much anyway, which is why you got them flowers in the first place, because you didn't know what else to do. Try Picture Posies. Three times cheaper, they don't cause allergies, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Just pick out the picture of your favorite bouquet, and we'll print it out and send it along. I, I thought there was a character limit on these things. <laughs> yeah, that was several tweets. Can I see that? That was like a 30-minute sponsorship. <laughs> to be a, you should charge them for a full ad space. To be fair, I mean, kudos to them for being able to market Google Images as like their own business. <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> so on uh, Fish Sticks Topic Topics, I've got two for you, as always. Number one, what is the worst lie that you ever told somebody? We're going to cut right to the quick here. Uh, I think during the job interview for this, they said, are you funny? And I said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I don't, that's a... It's a really tough question. That's a tough one to make uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, man. Also, I feel like if you've lied, you may have spent a fair amount of time trying to forget that you did. That's a good point. So yeah. what th- this show, I think, more than anything, is about dredging up repressed memories. Good point. The worst lie I've ever told. The worst lie. That's what's. That's what really sticks it. Because the the worst one. Yeah. Like I can think of stupid little lies I've told. Sure. I. I mean, probably like in high school when Friday, Saturday, Sunday was a good get drunk focus. 
my dad would be like, what are you doing this week? And be like, studying and working. <laughs> like, that was probably, at the time, it was probably the worst. Oh. So when he found out, he was like, I'm hurt. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> I'm hungover. Let's talk about this later. I think we figured out who the worst liar is on the morning show. <laughs> One time, okay, this was when I was a junior, senior in high school, and I was dating a girl who had just graduated I told my mom that I was going to your house for the night. Me? Yeah. To your house for the night. And I went to her apartment. Dude, you're way cooler than I remember in high school. (laughs) (laughs) That may be the worst lie I ever told. Sounds like a classic, though, using the friend that you're most likely going to be there. I know, right? But you're not. I mean, I told a group lie one time. It was actually on my 18th birthday. And I, I mean, I didn't tell it. I didn't come up with it, but I had to go with it. And my now mother-in-law had changed apartments. So my friends had a surprise birthday party for me in the old apartment that was vacant. Oh, no. And we ended up just destroying the place oh, no. like we were like a 70s rock band. Like broken you led windows. We led Zeppelin the place. Oh. Like broken window, just all sorts of stuff. And then we were all like, no, like that wasn't us. There's no way. Must have been burglared. Must, yeah. They, and all your stuff's gone too. And she's like, we just moved it. So it was like... <laughs> So that was like, collectively, that was a bad lie. We actually got caught, and how we got caught, for you kids at home that want to learn a lesson, is we texted about it. So there was there was proof. <laughs> so like, don't Snapchat during parties like that, and don't talk about it afterwards. Yeah. That's how we got caught. Well, if you're out. on your parents' like phone plan, yeah. too, it's they can get an entire we were at the log. time, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like a printout of this number's text message yeah. history. Treat that shit like Fight Club. Lulu, how about you? I'm drawing a blank. You sound like you have something, fish tick. What's the, well, yeah, what's your lie? Oh, man, there's so many. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the next one's worse than the last. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm digging through a lot of repressed bad times. Like the time you shot that bird with your BB gun? Probably repressed that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Let's bring that back up. Yeah, how did you know about that? I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a robin. whispering in your ear to shoot it. (laughs) He was probably under your feet in a mulch disguise. Boom. That was the lamest (laughs) shit I've ever heard. (laughs) Where's the ba-dum Can we get one of those? Maybe it was a low joke. Can we? Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Professor, no matter how many times you bang on the table, it's not going to make the sound effect. You're the one operating the board. Do it. I don't have a (laughs) ba-dum All right. Uh, Well, I've... um, yeah, that works. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough question. The worst lie I've ever told someone. Uh, I think there was the one I talked about a while back where I told my little sister that the smell of cut grass was the smell of the bumblebees that got chopped up because she believed that till she was That's 18. Sad. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. She believed it till she was 18. Ah, it's all the dead bees. Bumblebee slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> It's too bad that smell is so sad, is I guess the conversation she had with her boyfriend. He's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, it's the smell of all the bees that got cut up. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's, in, that's incredible that in the age of Facebook, where every three pages you scroll by is like a did you know fact for some reason. That's just like, it's insane to me that she hasn't learned that it's like the grass's defense mechanism against <laughs> stuff, like, yeah, right. which is why it's grass and not a human, because it's best defense mechanism is to smell. Let's just smell for a minute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and the kicker is that it smells good. Yeah, exactly. It's like if fear sweat smelled like pumpkin pie. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, exactly. That's honestly like if you're a human 
and you and you're in your lawn and you smell cut grass, you're like, I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> I'm cut my grass. That's so not good for the grass around you. So Lulu, you've never lied. No, it's not that. I just I always struggled. Like as a kid, I had a hard time with April Fool's Day. You know, my April Fool's jokes consisted of me possibly participating in going to get my teacher's coffee with about five other students like they didn't know this was coming and putting salt in it instead of sugar oh. or going, oh, look over there. Like there's a robin outside and then going, oh, I made you look like that's how lame I, I am. thought you were going to be like, yeah, April Fool's like I would just cut brake lines. And stuff. Like, I, I honestly <laughs> thought you were going to say that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. One time I just took all the lug nuts off my dad's truck. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Innocent little lies. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So I think we'll move on to the second topic topic. This one is a lot more creative and a lot less um, memory pulling up, dredging. What minor change would you make to a sport that would make it drastically better or drastically worse? I mean, I think canceling soccer as a whole would be much better. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that that's a minor change. What about with baseball, if instead of a ball you had another bat that you threw at the other person with a bat? <laughs> what if instead of a what if instead of a ball it was just like a, a different fruit? Like the 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 pitcher just had a bucket like a, of fruit. Like next to <laughs> well, like okay, so you're playing baseball right now. You're like, is it going to be a curveball, fastball, changeup? It's like, is it going to be a pepper, a grapefruit, or a, a fucking cantaloupe? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like watermelon. Like catch the pit, yeah. catch the pit. Yeah. <laughs> the catcher would just be covered. Yeah. Like he'd look like a smoothie by the end of the game. That'd be cool. That'd make it. A, yeah, I, I like mean, that. I'd probably enjoy watching baseball. Yeah, that which be- I don't right now. Oh, so, I love it. So that makes it better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What about football? But instead of a ball, it was a human baby. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> that is why you're my favorite. <laughs> is that I'm, minor though? I'm, I mean, it is, it a, is minor. a minor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and you're only changing one aspect. It's just the ball. That would make the. I was gonna say, I'm sure that that would like drastically change the plays that occurred in football. Mm, I don't know about that. Hail Mary, can we afford this baby, though? <laughs> we got to do what it. What if this one was pro- could be president? <laughs> They're like, yeah, probably not. I don't know if you'd still throw it in a spiral, either. Like, I don't know if it'd be more like the whoops. Like, you know, when they- <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be, I mean, throwing a football in a spiral is hard. I can only imagine a baby. Plus, it would be all cute trying to, like, hold your finger with its entire hand. You'd have to be like, no, I have to throw no, you. No, <laughs> I've got to get you to Brady so he can spike you into the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just... You did not nail that one. Anyways, <laughs> Brady is the one that throws it, just so we're all on the same page. Yeah, I, I, Rob Gronkowski would be spiking babies. Could you imagine being like, Rob, no, no, no. He's like, what's going on? And you just give him some I got the point. Feed. I earned this. <laughs> yeah. Just give him some corn feed to distract him while you take the baby from him. Oh, okay. <laughs> babies are expensive. A lot of corn. Um, what about curling? Curling? I don't even know what that is. I don't think that's a sport. <laughs> it is. There's not. I mean, you could also make that a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like scoot it down the ice with the brooms. Oh, you know what? Oh, oh, curling. Yeah. The fuck do you think I said? I I thought you meant like weightlift curling. I was like, oh, that's cool. definitely not a sport. You know what would be cool with curling is if the thing was a Roomba and you just had to push dirt in front of it to get it to where you wanted to go. That is awesome. Okay, would that be? <laughs> you know what I mean? And other people are trying to sweep dirt like near it so it goes over that way. Let's get ready to Roomba. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one. 
Oh my god, that's brilliant. That would make it incredibly interesting. Yeah. Uh, breadcrumb trailing a Roomba with dirt. <laughs> One more sport. What's a weird sport? Like a, a weirder sport? Cornhole. Oh man. What could we do to cornhole? cornhole? It's so simple. I feel like we'd have to add something to it because there's not much to cornhole. That's true. Uh, I think defense would be cool in cornhole. Like if you could smack the bag. Like if you had to stand in the middle and like try to smack the bag out of the air, I think that'd be kind of fun. Oh, I think it'd be way too easy though. Like, but here's the thing: like blindfolded, face your back. You have to face the same direction as people are throwing, and you can only use whatever your non-dominant hand is. So you have to like see it out of the corner of your eye at the last second and reach out to slap it with your left hand or catch it as it passes you. Or you could just like use your feet or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Do jumping jacks and just hope for the best. I think if you made or you throw beer bottles at your opponents as they throw. That's like uh, what is that? Uh, oh man, what is it called? Frisbee? No, Russian horseshoes or something. Russian you roulette? Put, no, you put a beer <laughs> bottle on top of a stick and you throw a frisbee at oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, it's called it's, it's something like that. Yeah, that's a fun game. I've never, I've never. It's I'd, like frisbee golf where you gotta hit the. the you've pe- never played that? You get, no, oh, it's really cool. Awesome summer. You game. put a bottle on a stick and you, you put throw a, a beer horse. on top of it like a steak. Yeah. Into the ground and you put a bottle on top of it and you have to try and knock your opponent's bottle over. And there's two guys on, or two people, on the other end playing defense. Like, if you catch the Frisbee, it's whatever point. If you hit the beer bottle, it's whatever point. The Frisbee can't touch the ground. The bottle can't touch the ground. You can't goaltend. It's a really fun summer game. What if we replaced normal golf with that? I think that would make golf drastically better as a sport. Uh, I'm thinking, because we've been doing things that seem like it would make it better, right? I'm thinking scorpions in the holes on golf courses. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that'd we be haven't great. done any worse ones. That would make it a lot worse. I mean, to be fair, I golf and I rarely get the ball in the hole, so that wouldn't affect me much. But for professional golfers, I'm sure that would be. I terrible. want to back up to the bit where you said we haven't done any worse because we talked about using a human baby in football. Correct. Okay, that would make it worse. <laughs> yeah, for the baby. For the baby, and to, it doesn't even know. It'd be more interesting to watch. It would be horrifying. Rob Gronkowski, thank you, gets into the end zone, cracks his head open like a soda can and bathes in its blood. Like, that's just Jesus. what I think. What? <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he recovers so fast. It's the uh, stem cells. <laughs> There's the guy, Michael Vick was like a dog-eating person or whatever. A uh, dog-fighting no, no, person. No, no, we're the dog-eating people, if you'll recall. Yeah, that was a couple episodes. <laughs> so, yeah, But to be fair, it's all the CTE they have. What is CTE? It's a very long word for brain damage. So basically oh. every football player ever's brain is deteriorating from the inside out due to the numerous concussions they have. So basically what they have found in the last literally like five years is anytime you like got your bell rung, kind of, you know what I yeah, mean? Like you yeah. hit your head and you're like, oh, that's out. That's a concussion no matter what. Like, you're concussed. So football players literally, like, on average have 10 concussions per game. So their brains are just going away. Dangerous for your brain. If we want to get real for a second, that's like, I really don't like football for that reason. Because, like, these people are getting incredibly damaged in horrible ways. There's so much ridiculous money involved and, like, a lot of scandals surrounding the whole thing. Yeah. I actually, that's, those are all the reasons I love the game of football, so... (laughs) What about boxing, but with giant marshmallows on your hands? Those are sock and boppers. They sold those in the 90s. Yes, I remember sock those. Sock and boppers, sock and boppers. More fun than a, a skin disease. Fight. Oh, <laughs> We went two different directions. Yeah, we totally did. Also, what? <laughs> yeah, they're... Did you not have sock and boppers? No, but Man, I'm you are about- 42. <laughs> I'm talking about actual marshmallows. 
Oh, like edible ones? Yes. So like, Why would I say marshmallows if I didn't mean marshmallows? Could you imagine the caloric intake of every... <laughs> you, the deaths in the ring will be due to diabetes. <laughs> exactly. Well, you like you go for a jaw punch and it's like... Oh, what's going to do about that, motherfucker? <laughs> wait, and then, wait, wait, wait. And if you manage to eat all of your opponent's marshmallows, they can't hit you with that hand. Exactly. See, that would make it awesome. That would be pretty dope. I think I think every sport would be made much better if the things you used were just made huge. You know what I mean? Like, so let's say you're playing golf and the the golf ball is the size of a dodgeball and the holes are like four. Oh feet my long. god, tennis! Like it's like the size of a like a pizza pan. Yes. How funny would that be? Ping. I'm pretty Ping. sure that's every sport on the Wii. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you know what was super fun? <laughs> Playing sports on the Wii. That's, yeah. Much more interesting. Nobody correlated that that was why, but that makes total sense. No, could you imagine if baseball was, ma- like, the ball was just huge, the bat was... You was, mean like, softball? Good point. But like, <laughs> they're slightly larger. Well, you can use a beach ball. Yeah. Seriously. But you remember when, I don't know if maybe this was just where we were, but remember as kids, I know specifically those, those orange bats... So like oh, they're yeah. Like, yeah, they're huge. Yeah, yeah, they're super big around. Like that, but made of wood for actual baseball people. Yeah. So heavy. So, I mean, like, if, the best part of baseball growing up was Barry Bonds hitting a home run every other at bat. And it's because he was on massive amounts of steroids. <laughs> like, just, I mean, he literally went, he was a different person. You like, just turned into two human beings. There is, um, to diverge for a second, but since you mentioned Barry Bonds, I actually just watched a video about uh, 2004. He had like the record season, number one player in everything in terms of being on base and yep. scoring, whatever. Uh, someone did the math as to what his score would have been if he didn't have a bat and he would have still been the number one player. His score would only have decreased by one point. For real. The pitcher wouldn't know he didn't have a bat, but because of the amount of times he was intentionally walked yep. and the amount of times he didn't swing at a pitch, because he what he had was really good, uh, like, Pitch discretion. I, I don't know. Yeah. He had no out pitch. So yeah. in the game of baseball, every player has an out pitch. So like if I throw a curveball up and out, the guy's going to swing at it. He didn't have that. And so his discipline was just so good that they this guy ran every single play through a simulator. All the ones that he actually hit it, ran it through a simulator based on his accuracy and found that his score would only have come out at one wow. point lower. That's amazing. That's insane. So, okay, speaking of going back to this, like what minor change, make steroids legal in every sport ever because it just <laughs> makes that shit better. Honestly, I grew up watching like Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds hit 70 home runs a year, 2 million feet. Like they came back around and like that shit's exciting. Right now it's like, mm, <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's just not as... Listen, I want to see tennis balls and I want to see them on fire. <laughs> that's, that's Who's the guy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? The jacked guy. He's also in all the old Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Imagine Terry Crews as a tennis player. Just like, bam, balls are going 3,000 miles an hour. I just picture him like shooting them out of his pecs. Yes. Whatever. That's cool. If steroids can make you do that, I think steroids should just be legal in every sport. That's ever. George Carlin said the same thing, actually. There's a great George Carlin bit. That's right. I didn't know that, so I feel real good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think um, I think we nailed that one pretty. Did you have anything else, or just a, just one quick one? Um, fencing, but naked. I love it. I have one more thing. Touche. George Carlin. Some of George Carlin's ashes are spread uh, in Spofford Lake in New Hampshire. What? Really? Yes. No way. Yep. Why? Uh, he during summers as a child, he grew up in New York, would come over and visit family and spend a lot of time in Spofford Lake. So some of his ashes were spread there, and I think I got them in my mouth once. <laughs> Let's go on a let's go on a station road trip. We'll go to Spofford Lake. <laughs> yeah, right? We're gonna drink the water. 
That's uh, Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. Uh, we got a song for you. This time, another one from uh, Mason and Tucker. This is a weird one. It's called Pundit on 1091 I Don't Know Radio. Against my better judgment, while well, I'm not quite the pundit to the social norms of society, I'm actively acting lively and freakishly to everybody. They think that I'm a regular behaving to seem like I need attention, but please, don't you see that I am simply being me? But you don't see me so clearly So take a little sip, drink a swig off of the tip of your drink I'm on the brink of losing every single piece of mind One peaceful thought at a time And there is no rhyme to the reason of this pariah paradigm And so I sit at this bar alone Wanting nothing more than just to go home But home is where the heart is So I guess home is in the gaping hole That's in the back of my head I can't go home until I'm dead or until I've made a true friend In the end, oh, in the end we'll all be friends So take a little sip, drink a swig up at the tip of your drink I'm throwing up in the sink again, again, again I'm holding back my hair, aren't I a true friend? Me, myself, and I that socially inept guy And he's talking to his feet Walking down the street Hands beneath the seat of his pants And ain't discreet when he dances alone Sitting by the telephone Won't somebody please hand this fucking dog A single freaking bone Oh, As I'm creeping past the corpses of my helpless alter egos That I used to hide the sorrows of a something sidle of a fair Between me and a crocodile air I dump them in the river And I stare at the hiss and the curse beware of all-encompassing judgment Though you're done with us, you're not exactly finished yet I'm finally free of the lies and the torment But I'm still standing all alone on the pavement Me, myself, and I Socially inept guy And I'm falling out of step Tripping up the rest Wearing my whole hand on my chest And maybe it's just best If I'm alone I'll call my home on my cell phone <laughs> Talk until I'm nothing more Than dust and bugs and bones oh. What genre would you call that? Um, uh, like, I, I don't even know It's, it's a Fast speaking it's Probably alternative Electronic Or um, Like, what's, what do you classify Like the gorillas as almost? They're more hip hop now, right? But older gorillas mixed with maybe like looser aspects of rap, almost. Uh, I think you'd call it Mason and Tucker dot Yeah, probably. All of their stuff is kind of <laughs> weird and out there. But uh, that was their song "Pundit," spelled with a Y on one zero nine one WIDK. I don't know radio. And I actually liked that one. You did? Yeah. That's a. It was our. It was. It was. I liked it. It was good. I liked it. It was just weird. A little deep. I didn't know where to. Uh, where to class? But yeah, too most. deep for us. <laughs> Are you crying? Uh, no. It's okay, man. I don't know why you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of asking about things, it's time for the professor's life de-stressor. <laughs> I Don't Know Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor's life de-stressor is brought to you by Smoke-A-Cola. 
Ever wanted diabetes and lung cancer? <laughs> Smoke a cola. <laughs> I lo- I, there were instructions to do that at the end. <laughs> to sip that Smoca-Cola and inhale it like you just did? I was gonna I was gonna mention that I hate whatever the smell is that you're doing over there. I thought it was just <laughs> I thought it was just a weird bong, so that's a Smoca-Cola. Oh yeah, it's great. Every every uh bubble of carbonation pops with a small wisp of uh Carbon byproduct. Well, it smells like like a cigar, but like one of the ones you got from the gas station. Yeah, it's like a cherry, uh, a swisher sweet, swisher sweet. But, yeah, but you drink it. Did, but I didn't see you like that though. You don't. That's the weird part. Can I try that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you got to really get it in your lungs. <laughs> It's, you know how when you swallow something, you're like, oh, it went down the wrong way? That's how you're supposed to drink this soda. I think. The smoke absorb. Yeah. You absorb the liquid nicotine through the water. It's in like your osmosis. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, no. That was disgusting. Now I'm surrounded by this smell. Might as well try it. No. <laughs> I'm blowing cola rings. <laughs> oh, God. Burp rings. Burp, yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> Well, today's uh, today's life distressor is actually um, is called in by a listener. So here we have it. <laughs> Fucking play it. Hey guys, first time listener, first time caller, because I really don't know what this is. But but anyway, here's the situation. I got this girl's number last night, and I'm really nervous about my next move. I went out to watch the playoff games at a bar with friends and her, and we started talking. I had talked to her before, but this is the first time we had talked for more than a few minutes at a time, and we didn't even watch most of the game. We just talked the whole way through. I got her number before we all left, and now I'm not really sure what to do. Should I wait to call her, like, a week or so? Should I call her to see what she's up to tonight, or should I just text her? I don't know what normal people do in this situation because I have, like, 12 cats, but any help will be appreciated. Thanks. You know what's crazy? I was going to ask what made him not normal. <laughs> yeah. Instantly answered it. I was really like, I was wondering why he threw in the cat thing, but now I think it makes sense. Well, yeah, because I definitely like wouldn't invite her over immediately. I'd probably try and get to know her a little more. and Well, I get to know her allergy profile? <laughs> see what she thinks about cats. Well, hey, do you need a Benadryl? <laughs> in all that time they spent talking and he didn't ask if she liked cats? He was probably sweating because he... <laughs> Never spoken to a girl before. I'm be sorry, honest. listener. If you have wow, cats. <laughs> yeah, that's not very distressing, professor. No, I'm gonna help him now. First, I berate, and then I assist. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> you're like the army. You break down just to build back up. You're exactly. like one of those shitty pickup artists, but an advice guy. I think it's called negging. Negging is the thing where you're like, you're ugly. Want to fuck? It's like that whole pickup artist thing. That does not work. <laughs> so no. Don't. I don't have, am I the only one who's heard about that? No, I have. I get okay. it. It doesn't work, though. No. No, it's stupid. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's... You know, that culture it's very is, mulch. is ingrained in... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mulch, you know I love you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that type of behavior stems from, like, like, early childhood, though. If you look at the way parents talk to little kids, though... Like, oh, he's just teasing you. It means he has a crush on you. Because he likes you. Yeah. Hey, Mom, this guy punched me in the face. She's like, oh, honey, it's because he has a crush. Like, I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> Dump him. Yeah, no, that's the kind of shit that needs to, like, stop that behavior. Seriously. No, but listen, Catman. Um, <laughs> the thing... <laughs> what a shitty superhero he is. <laughs> the thing about it is, though, is you could work with this cat thing. 
So, I, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for here with her. If Are you looking for something serious? Are you looking for something casual? Or uh, if you're looking for something casual, I'd say go ahead and text her or see what she's up to and just go out and continue going out. But if you're trying to find, like, a serious companion, you might want to, like, talk about the cat Thing. I'm like really waiting for this to get weird because of the way you said you could work with that cat thing because you had like this weird I'm getting inflection. there. I'm getting there. If you want this to be a real deal type of thing, like you got to see where she stands on cats because she might be like, if she oh, stands on cats, he's not going to want her around. <laughs> she might really like cats. You could be like, oh, I rescue cats. I have so many. I mean, what well, I'm going to say. Or I can talk to cats. I have so many. <laughs> What's that? You got some avenues if she's pro-feline. I'm just like, so the cat thing will make it or break it. So either she will love the fact that you have 12 cats or hate the fact that you have 12 cats. So it's either, I mean, just just bust it out. Maybe I'm weird, but I didn't think 12 cats was that big of a deal. Have you? I mean, it's a lot of- How many cats have you ever had at one time in one place? One. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Multiply that by 12. Way more than one. It's a lot of cats. I mean- yeah, but cats aren't as. I mean, you could literally just let twelve cats out throughout the day. It's true, and they'd come and go or whatever. And you might come back with fourteen. You might come back with ten. Like whatever. if you have like a barn, that's probably normal. Like a barn cat or a herd of barn cats. <laughs> have a, a, a grazing paddock <laughs> for them. Put your cats out to pasture. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Uh, this is this in my mind though. This is very easy, very straightforward. You need to text her immediately and start up a conversation and somehow get to talking about cats. You need to figure out her standpoint on cats before you make another move for another date. Yeah. Absolutely for her. I mean, for her, bring that up early. Also, don't call because no one wants to do yeah, that. Yeah, no one anymore. talks on the phone anymore. Don't, Just text. Please don't do that. No, I'm saying also don't make a big deal out of it. I mean, he's saying it's weird, but really, like, we don't, I mean, he didn't even stay. Maybe he does rescue them or just ended up with them for some reason. But, like, don't go into it saying, like, oh, I know this is really, really weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just say, like, I like cats. I have a bunch. Own it. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, get in there early and discuss it. That way you know where she stands on cats. The other part of this thing was the whole whole waiting. Like, who started the shit about... You need to wait a certain amount of time before you contact someone who gave you their number. Uh, yeah. That's like, to me, in my mind, that's like stereotypical hookup culture. I think that all stemmed from movies. Yeah. It did all stem from movies, yeah, didn't movies it? Movies are terrible for us. I never have ever heard about anyone thinking that that's a good idea. I really like them, but I don't think I should call right away. I should. Wait. If I got a number at a bar, I would instantly text it while they were there to prove it was the real number. <laughs> Like, it was just, oh, sup. So. Also, <laughs> hey, it's me from one and one half minutes ago. As someone who's been on the receiving end, because I feel like this pressure is mainly on the person who took, well, took the phone number, I guess. Well, yeah, the other person doesn't have the phone number. Well, right. But, so, but being on the receiving end, like, if I'm actually interested in someone, then I want to hear from them. So, right. and I hate waiting. <laughs> so why? Life's short. Yeah. Especially if you drink smoke a colas <laughs> <laughs> Like, in what scenario is someone going to be like, oh, he waited eight days to call me. That means he's really not interested. But at least he called me. So. Is there a bar graph? Yeah. <laughs> I have to plug this into yeah. my spreadsheet and see where he stands. <laughs> yeah. When did you know it was true love? When he sent me an eggplant emoji on day four. <laughs> 
First text. <laughs> it's just an eggplant. Oh, God. Be careful talking about those. You never know who's going to show up. I mean, I think that was pretty straightforward. We really got got yeah. in there and, and dealt with that. I hope that helps, listener. Catman. I'm going to call you Catman. Holy shit. What? We forgot to take our first commercial break. We did. Oh, they're not going to be happy. Let's take two in a row. <laughs> How did we fuck that up? Oh, man. Yeah, I was wondering why the producer's waving through the window. Yeah. To be fair, there's no, it doesn't tell us to do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who wrote this? Because then we can blame them. It's right there at the top. Oh. It's literally the first line. Okay. Um, do we take, do we do two breaks in a row? Do we? We, we could throw one in um, after the next song. All right, so. I think that'll be fine. Should I cut this out of the podcasted version of the show, or should I leave all of this in? No, so, I love it. Leave it this. in because we're a terrible radio. This is organic. This yeah. is raw. This is what the people are listening for. Yeah. Yeah, no, the guy in the window is giving me the finger, and he just left, so I think we might as well do this. Well, fuck that yeah. guy. Uh, and now, a word from our sponsors. You got a court date? Someone gone and did you dirty? Do you think you're entitled to some kind of compensation? You need to call me at Killam and Dead Law Firm. We take care of things. My name is Bundy Killam. And I'm Dahmer Dead. I can personally clear the plate of all your problems. 100% of our cases don't even go to trial. We're problem fixers. For a modest fee. You got a tough situation? Call Killam and Dead. We can attorney the shit out of it. We're Killam and Dead Law Firm. We appreciate your business. Look, here's the deal. Everybody's having sex with everyone else on everything, ever, period. It's a nasty, nasty world we live in. You just gotta get over it, all right? That said, do you need a sofa? How about a mattress? At 7th Chance Consignment Shop, we got the best prices on the okayest furniture. Not gonna lie, most of this shit comes from closed-down motels. I'm an honest guy. I run an honest place. Our entire showroom floor is lit with blacklights, so you know exactly what's up. Get over it. Get into it cheap seventh chance consignment they'll do just about anything send it to i don't know radio at gmail.com from your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made lulu will rate it it's lulu's viewer reviews the review is brought to you by crucifix our double-ended silicone dong cross is perfect for many sexual and repentive situations Crucifix, send your life away and repent on Sunday. Where do I pick mine up? And there goes 26.8% of our audience. Also, I want to ask who the marketing person on this was, because that is one of the hardest product names to say. That's probably Cliff. Yeah. Not that I, I have no idea, just assuming. Cliff's an asshole. Fucking Cliff. I like Cliff. He gets all the good clients. Yeah, because he gets all those things for free. The crucifix dicks or the clients? Crucifix dicks. Crucif dicks, yeah. I just, One free crucif dick. Crucif dicks. <laughs> crucif dicks. This is not what Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can just picture some old lady at home being like, well, as, you, as long as they use it for repenting at least once. Or an old lady who has one hanging on her wall and she's like, doesn't oh, realize she, what it oh is. Oh my God, like, that's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Suffice it to say, this is not something I plan on ever reviewing. I would hope You don't not. know that. <laughs> I can make decisions for myself, Mulch. Thank you. All right. Alexa. <laughs> Erase my shopping list. 
I'm afraid that the level of distraction today has been one that may have led you to not have good guesses about what I might be reviewing. Yeah, cause and effect. Uh, it looks like you have a gun on your hip. Is it a gun? <laughs> no, it's a camera. Oh, I didn't notice that weird thing on your belt. Camera gun? <laughs> My camera. Take a picture of the last moment of your life. Hey, that's a good one. You should write that down next week. <laughs> No, some people have done that doing stupid things. I don't think we want to encourage it anymore. It's quite- Alexa, add, <laughs> add camera gun to my shopping list. Camera. Oh, fuck it. So the product today is Crucif Dicks. No. <laughs> Try again. I don't know where we are. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give up on all of you for the moment. And I'm going to say that I'm reviewing the resting bitch face. Oh. oh. You're not good at it. You're just so nice. That is that is the truth, but also if no one looks at me, it doesn't help. So I don't know. <laughs> you I mean, got it. Is Lulu mad? <laughs> when you're pay- when you're focusing on something, I have asked you many times if you're mad. You've been reviewing resting bitch face. Yes, and I have tried. You know, I've been trying to live that way for the day. Um, but I thought really my best experience would be here. I was wrong. But what I did get was fish stick. Let's see. He gave me a wide-eyed look of confusion. So I did. That was good, I guess. That was an interesting um, reaction. I I, the that. effect of the cause I was producing. Um, and then Professor kind of just gave me an awkward look and moved on quickly. I'm guessing that's probably how most people react. I didn't notice that you were giving me a resting bitch face. Yeah, I also didn't notice that. That's I because did. you weren't lo- you paying attention. Well, you did. Yeah. We don't generally care about other people's emotions. No. Or mine. So, <laughs> like, throughout your day today, so yeah. minus the three of us who were oblivious, obviously. So, throughout your day, what happened? So, you went out to breakfast this morning. How did the bitch face, resting bitch face, affect your breakfast? It didn't much, other than making me feel worse for it, because no one else noticed. Because my conclusion to that was that everyone just does it anyway, right. with their faces and their phones and not paying attention to each other. Like, what so, kind of place did you go for breakfast? Was it like a nice place or like a diner? A diner. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, honestly, honestly, your waitress was probably having a smoke of cola behind the <laughs> counter before. I've never, I've never seen, like, a cheery diner. And I don't know if maybe this is the diners I go to, but usually everyone's pretty, like... Not towny, but I'm, th- I'm thinking of like the that '50s diner-ish in town, and everyone's just kind of there. Most of them know each other, so when you walk in and they don't know you, it's like, "What do you want?" And you're like, "I don't know, eggs." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have six different kinds of eggs. Well, what kind do you want? Yeah, exactly. It's They're mostly like, all the same. And then the guy at the counter's like, "Brenda, that guy giving you trouble." <laughs> you're like, some fucking eggs, man. And he pulls out like a revolver off his <laughs> hip. <laughs> Sets it down, bless you. It's know funny is not everyone grew up in the same town we did, so that might not be true everywhere. I don't know. So, did the resting bitch face affect your day at all? Like, was there any instance where it was like, oh, this has changed things? Well, you know how people say it takes more effort to frown than to smile, and it affects your mood. Yes, I think they're right. Yeah, yeah. You sound sad <laughs> right now. Well, yeah, just thinking about it kind of brings me down. I spent so much of my day looking grumpy. Yeah. And then it also brought me down to think that everyone else just goes through their days like that. But I think the thing is, it's sort of, it's one of those neutral facial expressions. So you kind of had to work towards it, but someone whose muscles relaxed form that shape isn't putting that same effort into it. 
Yeah, but isn't there a difference between a neutral expression and a bitchy expression? Not if that was how your face was cut. (laughs) (laughs) And then sewn on? No, I didn't mean Joker style. I meant like carved, if that's like just the way your face looks, like the cut of your jib. Yeah, I mean like just relax all the muscles in your face. This makes for a great fucking sound. <laughs> you just hear her muscles be like, Meow. what an entertaining bit for a, for a radio show. Good, good one, Professor. <laughs> all right, listeners, we're going to relax all of our face muscles yeah. for you. <laughs> well, all right, look, they can do it, too. But, yeah, but look it, in the look in the mirror and relax. All attention, your face viewers! Muscles. This part of the podcast is interactive. We want you hey. to loosen your face muscles. On three, two, one, loosen them up. Now do it in Spanish. Bonjour, adolescentes. Pasa la tema televisivo. I got Italian. You started French and went into Italian. Yeah, I can do. There's a little Spanish in there. But I didn't feel like when I relaxed the muscles of my face, I didn't feel like I felt angry. I just felt... Well, you might not have a resting bitch face. Because a resting bitch face is not something that you can really create. You don't work towards it. It's not something... Yeah, it's something that you have. So here's the question. Can we compare it to wisdom teeth? And if so, is it something we're evolving out of or evolving into? Oh, definitely evolving into. Definitely evolving into. Well, it's like tech neck is a thing now. Oh, yep. Down with your head down, your chin on your chest. People are developing a condition called tech neck where they can't bring their heads up all the way. Think of all the different species of humans that we're going to create. Android and Apple. (laughs) (laughs) And the outcasts that have none. Oh, man. If you thought the first Civil War was bad, that one's going to be tough. Okay. All right, so, so rate this shit. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. I don't That's... like it. All right, so um, we got Mulch's News Garden coming out the other side. And uh, right now, word from our sponsors. No, no, no. We're going we're gonna to shoot over a song, and then after the song, we'll have a word from our sponsors. No, no, no. I think we should have two songs and no words from our sponsors so we can see just how irate we can make our producer. I only have one song. Let's play the song and then the ads because we had ads before her segment. So we don't want to go commercial, segment, commercial. Let's go commercial, segment, song, commercial. I'm so sorry, poor listeners, that you have to hear us discussing how we're laying out the show. Yeah, we should do that before the show next time. Yeah, we're like totally on the road to being fired. Hey, look at these boots. Store, waiting on a bench, it must have been a boy about a nine or ten. How the hell was I supposed to know in then that everything was about to change? When an older man with a farmer's tan came back from the back room boxing, and he said, Today's the day you become a man, and his eyes were something strange. Well, he opened up the lid and he showed to me, Well, second best thing that I ever did say. Boy, look at these boots, they're gonna make you smile. These boots are made for walking in that old country style. Boy, look at these boots. They're gonna make you wanna kick. Uh, open the doors of an old saloon with a long barrel on your hip. Boy, look at these boots. Yeah, boy, look at these boots. 
got to middle school, first real dance My hands stuffed deep into the pockets of my pants I never had a single thought of romance Until she came walking in She was a pretty girl with bright blonde curls And eyes that shine like deep sea pearls Well it's safe to say that she rocked my world There was no going back again Well she opened up her mouth and the next five words Were the prettiest sounds that I ever have heard Boy look at those boots Why don't they make you smile Looks like they're made for dancing in that slow country style Boy, look at those boots Don't they make you want to care Some dust up off the dance floor With the pretty girl on your hip Boy, look at those boots Boy, look at those boots Hanging in the chapel, waiting on a bench Feeling like a child all over again Knees so weak I could hardly stand And my stomach felt something strange When my best man with a farmer's tan Came in through the front door box in hand He said these old things should help you stand At the altar where it's all gonna change Well he opened up the lid and he showed to me Well the second best thing that I ever did say Boy look at these boots They're gonna make you smile These boots are made for walking down That little white church's aisle Boy look at these boots Don't they make you want to care? Open the doors of a small town church To kiss a pretty woman on the lips Boy, look at those boots 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 Christian Thomas Hart Jr., look at these boots, 1091 WIDK. We are supposed to be going into commercials! Oh, shit! (laughs) Play the spots! Bro, how are your gains? Do you know how to get swole as fuck? You might think the answer lies at the bottom of one of those fancy pants sports drinks, and you're kinda almost right, uh, I guess. But the thing is, those electrolytes don't stay on the inside, or they fight off pansy chemicals keeping you from getting absolutely ripped. You sweat them right out. Now, in an environmentally conscious world, why not recycle all those nutrients lost to sweat with Sweat Socks, the groundbreaking polypropylene sweatsuit for your feet. Sweat Socks collect all of those delicious juices, which you mix with our patented protein powder to make a workout drink like no other literally because it's like your sweat right yeah yeah sweat socks $14.99 a pair and powder power packs are only a dollar a piece buy online at footinmouth.com from the vaults of stephen hawking brought to you by cosmology recordings an audiobook of original erotic poetry read to you in the smoldering dulcet tones of the master himself. I will show you a big bang that will leave string theory all over you. Love Theory by Stephen Hawking. Volume 1, A History of Time in My Briefs. Available now. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. All right, Mulch's News Garden is brought to you by Vaccines for Teens. Did your parents' ignorance give you polio? It's not too late to vaccinate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but it is. is <laughs> yeah, that's actually not true. Well, getting vaccinated is a good idea. Yes. Perhaps after getting polio is a bit late for the polio vaccine specifically. Right. 
I'd say like right after birth and before Death. adulthood. Oh. <laughs> it's, it, uh, right after birth, before puberty, great time to get vaccinated. Do that. Also, tetanus every five years. You know what's a great every five? Yo, I have not gotten tetanus shot in a long time. What do <laughs> we do? do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Go to, go to Walgreens. Go to Walgreens. You know, another <laughs> another good one though. Actually, since we're talking about this, is uh, your hepatitis vaccinations. You should always check up on those because you get How many like. Are there now? Oh no, I got hepatitis as a kid, so I'm good. <laughs> I went to a hepatitis no. party. <laughs> No, but you you get vaccinated for hepatitis B when you're a, a young like infant, but it there it it may or may not work. So they have to test you for antibodies again once you're like a young adult to oh. make sure that your vaccination held and you are in fact vaccinated. Look, my body yes. is an antibody, so I don't have a chance of getting <laughs> hepatitis anything. So we're good. Mulch's body solves the baryon asymmetry. <laughs> hey, you can get anything from a toilet seat. One person's so. going to get the joke I just made, and I want them to email us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should I get into it or what? Yeah, get, All right, get cool. in. It's actually great because this is a medical story. So the California Medical Board is threatening to revoke the license of Dr. William Edwin Gray III for selling homeopathic sound files over the Internet that he claims, without evidence or reason, can cure a variety of ailments, including life-threatening infections such as Ebola, SARS, swine flu, malaria, typhoid, and cholera. Sound sound files? Sound files. So let me, first of all, the California Medical Board is threatening to revoke. <laughs> so there's three of them going, we might. <laughs> so, so in the meantime, this guy's selling thousands of sound files to these people all over the world who have these terrible life-threatening infections. Malaria? Ebola? Yeah. Has anyone said they haven't worked? I don't. The, the story. They probably fucking died of malaria before they could write a review. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that mean they would revoke it immediately? Well, I mean, people have sold. Ridi- people sell ridiculous things all the time. If sound files could cure those kinds of diseases, anyone who listens to this podcast would die. I want to know what it sounds like. Yeah, good point. If it went the other way, I'll, I'll cure your malaria. I just feel like I right into a mic. What? I just feel like you put on these headphones. It's like, hey, malaria, why don't you get out? Yeah, get out! And it's like the malaria. You just, you just piss away the malaria that got scared out of you. So I do want. I want to say a couple things. William Edwin Gray the Third. Don't tell me that William Edwin Gray the First sold Coca Cola to people. And was like, this will cure anything. This will cure your cold. <laughs> oh, Don't no. even tell me this isn't a three-generational thing that he's oh, just no. kept going. It's a family tradition. You can't be mad at it. He's him. like part Careful. of the Dr. Pepper line. Yes. Wait, that- is that legitimate? No, I'm. this is a joke. I'm oh. telling this is, <laughs> oh, my God. This is the... Well, because Coca-Cola was originally sold as that. No shit. That's the fucking joke. <laughs> It's like, what? If I could continue, I'll actually elaborate on that joke a little bit. I've got a sound file I'd like to offer you. It cures, <laughs> it cures ignorance. Fuck off. Okay. So, no, seriously, like his William Edwin Gray the first definitely just had like a carriage with Coca-Cola and he was like, you there, young boy with the missing legs. And he was like, who, me? He's like, come over here. This Coca-Cola will cure your legs. And like, you know that happened. So he's just carrying it out. Also... Every soda ever was invented as a fucking homeopathic sound file of that time. Yeah, I guess so. Seriously, you ever read about Moxie? Oh, you need to get the tonic. 
Correct. Yeah, I feel like Moxie the soda was invented, and they were like, this cures everything from <laughs> from AIDS to burps. <laughs> like, like, that's- no more nightmares. No more demons. No more... Seriously. Hysteria. So this guy's just... No more grease on the engine. It's yeah. It does it all. <laughs> Replace your car oil with Moxie. I know it's 1666, but we're real forward-thinking. <laughs> You think they had Moxie in 1666? They They had water and beer, and one of them killed them. All (laughs) Moxie. I was, oh, that that beats my joke that I was going to tell. (laughs) It wasn't the beer that killed him either. Uh, Yeah. So he he was asked by the... (laughs) That's why they drank beer. They did. It was just the safer option at the time. So the Los Angeles Times asked him about this. They interviewed him. And he was like, I'm probably not going to fight it. It probably costs too much money. And he just doesn't seem like he gives a shit about losing his license. Really? Yeah, he just doesn't care. What the fuck? Yeah. So honestly, so Gray seemed unbothered by the prospect of losing his medical license because uh, homeopathy? Homeopathy. Damn, man. Nice you're, job. You're lying. I'm going to say the sentence. I want you to say the word that I'm just going to continue saying. Right. Ready? Okay. <laughs> Gray seemed unbothered by the prospect of losing his medical license because homeopathy doesn't require one. He can largely go about his business without it. So <laughs> so wait. So he's like, yeah, I'll lose my license, but I can still sell these sound files. Yeah. That's so fucked. Fuck this guy. That's ridiculous. Honestly, Look, honestly, we've all been up at. 1 or 2 a.m. and seen those as seen on TV commercials for like do you weigh 1 million pounds? Do you want to weigh 100 pounds? Try this fucking pill that cuts off everything. Like, Here's a picture like, of obviously two different people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we've all seen that at 1 or 2 a.m. we're like that's ah, worth a shot. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm tired enough. You look up at the TV, down at your gut <laughs> up at the TV and you pick up the phone. Honestly for me it's look at the TV, look down at the gut Pick up the nachos you left on your gut. Look back at the TV. Grab the phone that's also on your gut. Call said number and get that pill. You know, you know, it'd be really funny though is if he like advertised these sound files and was like, for free right now, smallpox sound file just eradicated it. Completely done. Yeah, like if he just had tried, <laughs> like, like it was like a podcast almost. Well, because smallpox is already. Oh, right oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. oh, that is a good point. I was thinking along the lines of like, if you call now and get the AIDS sound file, we will throw in the polio sound file for free. <laughs> Look, I just that talked too. to my boss. We never do this. <laughs> We're throwing it in for free. Order in the next 20 minutes. Yeah. If you call right now, like it just seems like, oh man. Hi, Billy Mays here with the <laughs> polio sound file. Seriously. Order so, were you going to continue your I rant? I was going to just... <laughs> I was going to or are you going to shut the I was, fuck up? I was, I was going to lay less funny stuff on top of Mulch's joke. <laughs> okay. Because um, it's I... like putting out a fire. You just choke the oxygen out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like everyone's against me today. All right. I'm just saying that I'm disappointed by a certain lack of detail in this article of yours because, A, we don't know if people are getting better or getting worse. Good point. Experience. We don't know that at all. I mean, we could probably fucking guess. (laughs) We're shooting the dark here. How funny would it be if we're wrong and they work? People don't like what's different and new. They do try to shut that down frequently. So, considering they're not making immediate action on him, you know, like if that, if they thought 
that it was a an immediate threat, then they would have taken him down right away. If, if he has this shit on lock and Big Pharma can't get to it, as I get shot in the throat, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> like no, if like if if he has this shit locked down, like it's his, and Big Pharma can't get to it, I mean. Like shit, man. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, we don't know what the sound files are. That's a really vague way to describe them. There is actually sound healing practices from many cultures. Know, so it's, it's almost like Fishstick just handed me this piece of paper right before we started. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, the, the sound healing practices from other cultures are... It's not usually for like Ebola, right? It's not for a ba- like a bacteria or a virus. It's for more of like a chemistry thing within your body, right? right. It's more of a, like a mind healing. But, or- but it, the chemistry of your body is something that plays into something. Ye- yes, yes, I agree with that. But you can't alter your mind, you like the chemistry of your brain to er- eradicate polio from your bloodstream. Uh, well, because polio kills you pretty quickly. Ebola doesn't give you really much time to even listen to a sound file, so that's kind of a shit market. I don't know how he's doing that. <laughs> because, like, Ebola, you're too busy bleeding out of your ears to listen to anything Honestly, Ebola them. is not a really effective virus. No. It, it kills too quickly. Yeah. You've been playing Play Gank, haven't you? A yeah. Bit. A yes. <laughs> Famous last words of a fucking country that gets killed by Ebola because it evolves to fucking crawl across the ground or some shit. Yo, Ebola, you <laughs> you ain't got shit. <laughs> like, I just don't think we can make many assumptions about this because we don't have a lot of details. I'm so you're glad right. that you're on, like, you're on the side of this sound file thing. Well, I, just didn't, I didn't be. expect it, and I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm going to look up the are. patent information. We're going to see Lulu's name on next one. <laughs> she owns 25 We're all like, this shit idea, and she's like, hey, I'm making money. If you rearrange the letters in William Edwin Gray the Third, you can spell Lulu. <laughs> yeah, the last three. L-E-W-1-1-1. <laughs> Lulu. Anyways, what do you think the name of the website that these are on is? Something funny. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> Something funny. <laughs> trying to fucking set you people up. What's the URL? Get it? URL, but you are ill. URL. Uh, the URL. No, that's not a good website. Though. It's not. No, that was just a pun. Fuck you guys. Okay, <laughs> that was funny. I don't know. I think Professor's caught whatever our producer has. He's been getting more and more Ebola. irate as we. <laughs> is it called? Does it cause irateness? You have typhoid. Oh, I figured out the website. <laughs> okay. So, you know how you have, a, like, dot .io's now? is like a big thing, dot .io? Sure. Mm-hmm. P-O-L dot I-O. Polio. <laughs> yes. Fishstick, you brilliant bitch. I, I, I just, I'm going to see if that's taken. <laughs> I fucking doubt it. <laughs> we'll redirect it to our webpage. Oh, man. What if it goes to this guy's page? That's so great. That'd be hilarious. He- so anyways, yeah, maybe our next story will have more detail, but don't bank on it. Don't count on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not going to happen. We're, we're, I think we're it's available. We're not quality enough for uh, research. <laughs> oh, boy. I think we can swing it. Yeah, uh, I can barely swing the uh, licensing fees for this music that we don't pay licensing fees for. Is, <laughs> is, that, is that the show? I think that about does it. <laughs> I still like the weather, pr- the, the the beforecast. Who's doing the beforecast? Lulu, you've never done one. Uh, All right, what's our beforecast? All right, our beforecast. Um, yesterday was sunny with 
some unexpected clouds, and then I think rain overnight. Not quite sure about that one, but I think there was. I think I remember that too. And yeah, and then today we had um, some more sun. It's been really boring lately, honestly. It's been a lot of sun. Yeah. What's a what about uh what's what about tonight? But that wouldn't be before. No, wait, that's how we've wrapped up the beforecast every oh time. See, I don't know. I've never done it before. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, tonight is what? Dark. Which is not fucking weather. I think tonight <laughs> is going to be dumb. <laughs> Baba Ganoush! Baba Ganoush! Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back, and you spent it listening to these idiots. Not that I want to encourage this kind of behavior, but I am contractually obligated to remind you that you can call 304-566-WIDK, email Radio at gmail.com, or find I Don't Know Radio on Facebook. Personally, I'd block all of those, but thanks for listening to I Don't Know Radio.